0: roderick z aka Bodie, Bodie Vine from facebook if you know me but uh yeah so here's the new podcast miss the new aeon and i have Paige elizabeth here with me today how are you doing
1: i'm i'm well thank you
0: good thanks for being here and how, where can we find you
1: I guess a few places. So I am on Facebook page Elizabeth. That's where like most of my shit talk happens. Like I'm really loud. Um, I have mm-hmm. a couple alter egos. So I got the business profile on Instagram, the Dharmic path, my website, mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'm a coach, yoga teacher, author. But then I have like my gun girl page, Vegas gun girl, you know, um, on Instagram as well. And then I just signed up recently to TikTok and it was to help young entrepreneurs, but I'm finding that I kind of like being more incognito and just following everybody else. <laughs> I'm not really like sharing much on there. I'm much more interested in what everyone else has to say at the moment. Gotcha. So yeah, so, and then YouTube, YouTube, um, I believe it's Paige Elizabeth on YouTube. Yeah,
0: it's Paige Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah. yeah great
1: all over the place <laughs>
0: all over yeah it's it's I mean that's just the world we live in though we have different alter egos different faces everywhere all over the internet and stuff um, okay yeah well so I wanted to chat with you some about COVID you know because everything is being affected everybody's being affected in different ways and I feel like right now we are um, more divided than ever we were kind of getting a little bit divided before and now with the vaccines and the implementation implementation of like different um, restrictions coming up everyone's like I don't know I'm on this side we're on this side but like how do you like okay first of all like just is just get if you don't mind get a little personal how has it affected you in your world it can be metaphysically you were saying before like
1: all right so COVID has impacted me on a few levels first of all it I was assaulted in 2019 like the last 10 years of my life as an entrepreneur has been one external hit after the next. So it's like, I went from, I'm going to focus on me and create big things. And the universe was like, yeah, we'll see just how good you are at that. Right. And the assault, <clears throat> like losing my brother to heroin overdose, like so many things that happened. The assault was like, I got this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to keep plowing forward. I'm going to keep creating. And then fast forward a year and a half later, COVID hit. And it was like, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, for me, it was like, I can't keep running on adrenaline to create things. This is so much bigger than anything for me to just like try to plow through. And so I kind of like totally just let go of the reins. I, I've had clients, but I've allowed them to come to me organically. I have not pushed any business stuff, So that's really changed things for me. And so there's like the professional level, right? And I'm okay with that. I'm, Absolutely okay with that. Like, I am not trying to prove anything at this point anymore. That was more like to fill space. Like, you know, we do what we can with what's in front of us. On a personal level, massive fallout. Like I'm in a vacuum. I've lost more friends, Uh, not so much family because my family was always running conspiracy theories. (laughs) I didn't lose any family over COVID we're all in the same boat there but friends absolutely like I've lost especially women I've lost a lot of female friends um and that's been very very hard because I didn't realize how much I needed to connect with women until I couldn't um on the physical level like or even actually more on the psychological level before I get to physical psychologically I knew this was coming like I knew, from, I was prepared from the time I was a teenager Like we're gonna go through this period in history, get ready. And so for me, it was like, great, I get to sit and time out until everyone catches up. So psychologically, that's what it's done for me. Um, uh, physically, I did catch COVID, it wasn't a big deal. I had a headache for two days and lost my sense of smell. My natural path was really quick to get it back online and I kept moving. Metaphysically, it was evidence that it opened up a massive portal to some stuff that, in my opinion, is really what's working behind the scenes. Because, I mean, I had to contact a shaman out of the UK that I have not talked to since 2014. That's how difficult it was to clear the energy around my space after I got COVID. So. Hmm.
0: Okay, like you were saying, um, it's it it was... I don't know why I'm like blanking. I'm trying to say so many, so many words, download.
1: (laughs) All right. I just like vomited a whole bunch of information. No,
0: (laughs) no, 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 You're good. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to to ask this question. Okay. So it affects the the metaphysical part. So the portal that opened up and you said like, that was letting, you know, that something behind the scenes, which is kind of affecting the whole thing. I'm really interested in kind of going a little bit into that right now, um, Some friends of mine and I, we 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 have like terminology that we use to describe that. We call them the inorganic ones, the Mm
2: -hmm. ones
0: the puppet masters behind the whole scenes, (laughs) basically. You know, so like, what what is what does that look like to you? Like, what is that exactly? What is that that force that that you're?
1: Well, I got to go back in time a little bit, right? So, part of the reason my family is what they are. First of all, my my grandfather was like hardcore German man who hated the government, hated taxes, hated all of it was very hip to this kind of like global elitist thing that got passed down so we were always kind of like a little more open-minded excuse me so when I was four years old I lost all my hair my parents took me to every doctor in town to try to get a diagnosis and to get my hair to grow back no one had an answer so we went the homeopathic route not a problem it's just her thyroid got it to grow back So now we're even more on the alternative spectrum as a family as a result of that moving forward my entire life I've been like things really aren't what they appear right and like when you're really looking for answers don't go the traditional route because you're probably not going to get clarity you're going to have to like read the subtext of the text, Mm -hmm. so kind of made me Like, like I opened up to my deep psychic and empathic abilities at a young age, because just because of my own experiences, right? I'm like, things are usually not what they appear. And it was kind of a survival mechanism for me. And so, you know, like I said, we moved to this more alternative route. And when you get into the alternative healing system, you realize that a lot of times what you're dealing with physically isn't purely physical. Like at all right? And so I have subscribed to some incredible systems of healing. I mean, you might as well call them witch doctors, right? Because that's what they are. They don't do just, they don't do any biomedicine, actually, like a lot of them don't. They they practice straight up, like, just body talk and applied kinesiology and In fact, I'm I'm now very much of the opinion that like, you don't get to diagnose me. My body needs to tell you what the problem is.
2: Right, right. And
1: you're not gonna tell me how to fix it. My body's gonna tell us how to fix it. Like that's what I was taught. And so again, when you open up to that world and that world starts talking back. And so for me, I mean, look, I lost my brother to a heroin overdose after he died i had a dream that we took a family photo and there was a gargoyle in the back of the photo laughing and that haunted me and then i couldn't get water weight to go away for 2 years 2 years after he died and then finally that's when i found the shaman in the uk and he said well, you've, you've 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 got a tear in your aura and you've got a gargoyle that won't that just needs to go and i was like <laughs> right so it's amazing how much these other dimensions affect our 3d world. Right. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, for me, I don't just exist on this purely physical plane. Like to me, everything is, is interconnected and metaphysical and I'm so spiritual first and foremost. Right. And I get information on a regular basis about things that I can't explain until later. And, you know, even speaking of my assault, like, when this was someone I knew for 15 years, when he had his psychotic break and snapped, his eyes were black. And I <laughs> I remember before catching, you know, he was he was not facing me initially, but I remember thinking, like, okay, does he have an alter ego that I've never met or is he possessed? And the second he turned around, I had my answer. He was possessed? Two weeks prior to the assault, I had a dream. that that the devil came to me disguised as Lucifer, right? Like one is the alter ego, alter ego. And Lucifer was trying to seduce me psychologically, not sexually, but he was trying to trick me in the dream. And I'm like, I'm not falling forward, I see your horns. And this angered him and he physically attacked me in my dream and I woke myself up trying to get him off me. My initial thought after that dream was, have I evolved so much that I can now spot my own shadow? Like, is that what that is? Like, I can't be fooled by it anymore. And then two weeks later, I was assaulted. And after the assault, I literally had the conversation with my naturopath. And I said, what is coming? That I need to know what evil looks like to this degree. Like, what is coming?
0: Man, interesting. So when you were assaulted, did you, did you feel like you lost a part of yourself in that moment? Like, did you feel like a sense of like uh, something like departed from you? Because I, I know like oftentimes when people have uh, traumatic experiences. um, There's a part of their energy field or part of their something. There's a piece of them that just kind of goes with that. And then they spend some time kind of trying to reclaim that back, you know, kind of call that that energy back to them. Since every Since we do exist on, like you were saying multiple frequencies, you know, energetically and everything.
1: You know, I've done a lot of soul retrieval work and there I learned how to practice theta healing in my early twenties. And again, like I've, I've gone to all these healers my whole life. So, and I've done therapy, like I'm a huge proponent of therapy. And I, in that moment, I kid you not, when it was happening, when I saw his eyes, my first thought was, okay, evil doesn't negotiate, brace yourself, like you're going to get a patent. And I did. Um, but my second thought was basically like stay present because it's when we are not present that those things happen. And so as horrific as it was, I forced myself to stay completely in the moment. So that way, whatever healing or repair I had to do after, it wasn't gonna be as like, there would be no blackout moments or moments where they could, like something could have extracted something from me, right? I was, I was very, very clear that I needed to stay in my body. And so that way nothing could get lost.
2: Okay. Okay. All right.
0: But yeah, I definitely agree with you though, that um, there's much more it's, it's so it's not even, I don't even have to convince myself, like this world is so much more than like physical appearances, you know, that we all exist on multi, multi levels and whatnot though. So the whole, like covid thing like everything with it's, it's funny because like i was doing a recording last night with with a really really good friend of mine and we we're talking about how you know i was saying like i'm an energy field interacting with you another energy field and a greater energy field you know and we yeah. kind of got onto like this uh kind of back and forth sort of ranting on like government and everything because <laughs> you know like when i talk about government it's like i'm really talking about mind control I'm talking about like this mm-hmm. forced Mind control. Hopefully, it's not pissing off anybody that's listening. But if it is, change the channel. But um, (laughs) so um, so are you convinced though that behind the scenes, this is probably going to get a little bit woo woo for some people? My question I'm going to ask you. So, um, are you convinced that behind the scenes, there there are these kind of forces that are sort of like puppet puppet masters to like. Are overlords that are telling us what to do out there, or something with the whole COVID thing, or?
1: I think it's I think it's <laughs> both. It's like from yeah. what I understand, like I I have a book on the Illuminati. It's four hundred pages. Okay, like it goes back to the Anunnaki. I think it's just. I think it's it's. The demons exist. So it's like they're they're there, but they only have as much power as you want to let them have. So these people in charge, supposedly, if if they're giving into that, which I, I believe they are, then it's, 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 you know, it's a relationship that they have. Like, it's not like one controls the other so much as they kind of work together. Um, <clears throat> ironically, and maybe I'm going off on a tangent by saying all these things, but like, I've studied kind of like, like the birth of Luciferianism, and, you know, they, they pride themselves on worshiping demonic energies because they think that they're getting more power from it when little do they realize that demons taking power from them so it's a really like sadomatic relationship that they have. <laughs> you know it's like a total doggy dog <laughs> system but one thing that like a lot of people they they look at me like they look at me cross-eyed Right, and they don't understand how all of this came to be, and so I'll just take two seconds to kind of give like the nutshell version of like what I understand about all of this. And because one of my girlfriends recently was like, "Well, you know, how did we get to this inversion place, right? Like everything's inverted." And you know, from what I understand, and this is total like cliff notes, at the time of Christ being on the earth. Uh, obviously the Jews were like, no, that's not our guy. We're waiting for the real Messiah, right? And they were like, they rejected him. (laughs) Obviously a lot of people were like, no, that is our guy. And they became Christian. Well, then you had like these rebel Jews, which I guess are Zionists who were like, fuck you, God, Lucifer is our guy. How dare you kick him out? And so they, in an effort to give God the big middle finger, were like, we'll show you who's in control. And because the earth came, became <clears throat> Satan's playground, they took it upon themselves to implement all of this. And it's centuries old, right? Like it's just, it's a continual thing. But obviously if that's up in God's world, then they're gonna invert it and that's up in their world, right? Like it's part of it so i I try to give that background because people are like well where did all this come from right and that's Mm -hmm. from the book i read that kind of sums it up a little bit
2: okay all right
0: yeah that's yeah that's that's pretty much like what i've read about um like early early gnostic literature Mm -hmm. stuff though you know like you have um the demiurge the like pseudo creator god kind of thing but i i tend to my interpretation of that, I know, I know this is like a slightly different, slightly different subject. I can go into like a million directions, but, um, the Demiurge to me would have been like ancient alien type of theories of manipulating genetic, genetic manipulations of other humanoid and beings,
1: and, you know, it just kind of goes the- on and on.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. and that's, that's
1: all there. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me for clearing my throat. That's all there as well. Mm-hmm. but as far as kind of the modern day representation of it i guess it's just kind of easier to fast forward like that's all there like Yanunaki, you know what i mean like
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. Most people they can't even begin to digest that part so right and i piss off so many christians because i'm not christian i don't subscribe to religion in general for me it's like these are the stories they told to manipulate the people i'm not into the abrahamic traditions at all i respect them but it's not my thing so obviously
0: yeah. could 22 years so yeah well if you're if you listen to my other podcast you'll definitely know that I fall in the same category <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but um yeah though so okay because like all right well that makes sense so let's kind of circle this back for the listeners a little bit like <clears throat> um so pretty much what we have or we have and that's one of the goals I wanted to make with this uh podcast project too is like kind of like just asking questions like what what is government what is this whole entity thing what is mind control how does it all kind of play out where does it come from you know and like when you really do the digging and start asking questions it so it will lead you to like what you were just talking about it will lead you to like this ancient historical mesopotamian mythology strangely enough when you dig in there like when i started digging many years ago was like okay follow the money if you want to know where what the corruption like where the corruption is coming from look at the money but then you go even deeper and then you end up somehow an nation babylon and one. <laughs> strangely enough you end up being inclined at places like that you're like well all right how am I going to explain this if anybody asks me about it you know um okay so so you've always had a conscious you've, you've always had some kind of awareness of that since you were little that there was something else behind the scenes kind of going on so when covid (laughs) happened um it just kind of brought you back to that place of like well you know here we go the inorganic ones are pulling some strings again my thought
1: was like this is not a convenient time in my life for this to be panning out but okay fine like
0: yeah (laughs) yeah so
1: i know the plans i wasn't going to deal with this
0: So, so like, uh, wh- where do you think this is actually gonna go? You know, like uh, like what do you, in your opinion, you know, like mm-hmm. in your sight, like what do you see happening right now out, out there? I know this, you, this could be like another big question, but yeah. You
1: know. I have a lot of friends who on the metaphysical or the spiritual like mm-hmm. level, and they're really rooting for like this immediate kind of utopia tomorrow. And I'm like, that's not gonna happen. I mean,
0: Something has to get destroyed first.
1: (laughs) I know, (laughs) I'm like You know. (laughs) Yeah. There's an astrologer who I really like and he's just he's incredibly on point with his with his predictions. And he said, you know, we 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 live in 3D, you know, as long as as long as you know, planets run through Taurus, someone's always gonna have more money. Um, someone's always gonna be better, someone's always gonna be worse off. That's what it means to live on the karmic plane and we live on the karmic plane. We, we, we don't, we don't, we as a species have so much work to do to transcend that consciousness as a collective, to be in a space where like that whole idea of Nasara Jasara would even work. I think we've seen how people spend their stimulus money. I'm not betting that we're anywhere near a utopia anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I in my personal opinion, I just think that like, um, you know, like when you look at like yogic philosophy or like Vedic, Hindu, I don't really say Hindu philosophy, but uh, how they say the qualities of the universe, you know, like everything has its own prakriti, its own nature and stuff, though. And um, we're just like, we're just evolving. We're just like going through some humanity as a whole. It's just going through different phases, you know, right. um,
1: like the Kali yoga and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. 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 You know, so like we we've had like a, a age where I mean, if you look back in history, like at least what we know, we don't we're not 100 percent sure exactly what happened because Victor's wrote a lot of stuff and certain things were left out and lost. But we know enough that, you know, it wasn't uncommon in Europe to be had someone in the streets and it was normal to see as like kind of a way of keeping people in line, like punishment like that, you know. bloodshed in the streets and now the thought of that is like you know who would have done that and then people doing blood sacrifices to their deities that was normal too you know now most people i mean some people still do that but most of us we don't we don't conceive of doing that we think about offerings in like another way so we go through these different transitions in order to kind of like hopefully become better or or, uh, i think it's all about it's all about knowing to me, you know, it's all about like, it's all about awareness, it's all about a consciousness. So it's all about knowing. So like um, one theme of this podcast is just asking questions like, what is reality? Questioning reality and questioning authority, you know, like, I don't mean trying to just be like punk rock. I mean, just really questioning when someone tells you, you know, um, well, okay, like if I was your boss at a job and I told you to put blinders on because it's for your own safety you know you should question that Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you know some people wouldn't question that because they would trust me you know but like say that those blinders were diminishing their sight little by little it was causing them to stumble and you know bump into things and things like that now and i if i were to say yeah it's good for you for for you know you need to do that you know um but the ones that will question is say, no, this is actually hurting me or this is hurting somebody I know. Like, why do I got to do this? Like, that's a healthy thing. But I just think with like previous generations, you know, um, not picking on boomers, but boomers and then before that, you know, they're a little bit more used to going with what the authority says.
2: Sure.
0: You know what I mean? And it's just been kind of like changing a little bit more since then, I think.
1: I think things cycle. I mean, yeah. and I don't want to come across as having any absolutes. For me, it's like, I have so much on my like mind's table where I'm like, I'm gonna consider that. I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna research that, right? But I don't know that I have any real absolutes. Um, I've observed a lot of things in my own life and I've made connections. I do think things are cyclical. In my experience, even as a yogi, like, <clears throat> I pissed off so many people by abandoning the yoga community and and my own practice. And yet for me, that was just a perfect example of samsara. It was like, but I'm done. Like, I don't know what you guys want from me. Like I need to be reborn, right? And anytime we have a rebirth, there's always an ugly death. That's just what happens. You know, whether it's on the egoic level or the physical level, there's a death. And so it's very possible like I mean, I do subscribe more obviously to like ancient wisdom because it just makes more sense to me. But I do also think that we're headed in um, like, okay, like we're not gonna do this forever. Like we're kind of coming to the end of like these cyclical periods. <laughs> when I was recovering, like I got into this whole world at 14, I'd failed an eating disorder, or not eating disorder, I'd failed at committing suicide. And I was like, "All right, God, if I have to be here, then what do you want from
0: me?" Wait, wait, you you failed at committing suicide, you said? Yeah. As in, you were going to do it, and then you just like stopped.
1: I tried and woke up.
0: Oh. Oh, really?
1: (laughs) I tried to take. Yeah, so I literally was like, "All right, God, if I have to be here, what do you want from me?" And like, so that was the start of my spiritual journey, and. Like one of my first teachers you know i just remember her teaching me about being a spiritual warrior and kind of being prepared for um the shift in the earth that was coming like the earth is ready to evolve the earth is tired of the karmic findings the earth wants to heal like and so we there's oh. <laughs> like these you know ornaments are going to be subject to that shift and you're either going to shift with it or you're not so I think we're headed there, but but unlike a lot of my spiritual friends, I don't think it's going to happen in a year. I think it's going to take decades, if not maybe a century, to really move into that space. I think we're yeah. just seeing the cracks start. I t- I tend to
0: think it's going to be um, like we're already seeing it now. Like we're it's going that's to
1: that's be what I'm the like it's,
0: pains, but it's going to it's going to be like some a little bit of uh, suffering and some pain, and <laughs> some yeah. difficult times before we we get to there. I mean that's what I. Trying to prepare myself 100%, for
1: it and it's going to be a long process it's not going to be yeah. this like band-aid coming off you know it's it's uh it took a long time to get here it's not going to change overnight
0: right yeah yeah okay all right yeah and I'm, I'm pretty much on the same page with that like it's just we're headed we're definitely headed somewhere and i think that um in my personal opinion i think covid if there's one thing that is that the whole pandemic some people say "pandemic." I like that word. Um, has yeah. done is it sort of um, blew the whistle on some things. It sort of, it's kind of like um, I, I'm seeing in my in my own like personal sphere a lot of people that I didn't that, a lot of people that I know that weren't really into like being quote unquote conscious. They're actually asking questions now. They're mm-hmm. saying like, "What's the meaning? What's the what is the purpose of all this?" You know what's really going on in reality, and then like in a scientific world, you have all these kind of things happening. We've had like UFO disclosures that start happening recently. You know, like well, they used to just say, "Oh, they're just flares in the sky or drones," and now there's like, no, oh, you know, there's some kind of objects that we didn't make. <laughs> you know, right. like all, all these different things are happening, and as far as COVID goes, it's like the big billionaire. Billionaire people, you know, they're, they're making more money. Some people have like lost money. I'm one of those people that have lost like more than half, you know, their income from COVID and, you know, you spend your life building like a career and all it's, it's, there's, you know, millions of people that have had that happen. So all of these different conditions are creating, you know, they're perfect for us to like start questioning and going, okay, where is this coming from? Where is this headed? What's happening? What's the purpose of this? What is my place in this? It like, gets really personal,
1: you know? Well, and also I think it's important to remember if we're going to speak energetically here, you know, in terms of frequency, if there's an awareness that the earth is shifting, you know, that our vibrations have to lift, they, these people, right, that, that worship demons and such and want to have control, like control is a low level modality. You can't be in a space of control and be in a space of like, like, like love, you know, they don't mix, right? So it's like, you can only do things like manipulation, domination, control from a lower vibration. And they know this. So they're trying to maintain hold on the energy so they can continue to perpetuate their business. Because they know that if things do start shifting to 40 to 5d, that they're useless. Yes, it's absolutely useless. Like, I can't, I can't be in a state of anger and in a state of joy. They don't mix, right? So, and they know that they can't operate from a higher plane. Like they are bound by the same laws of karma that we are. It's just that because they're so low energy, it takes longer for their shit to catch up, right? So it's like, why doesn't they ever get punished or whatever? Well, the lower you operate, the slower your karma comes back the more conscious you are, the faster your karma comes back. So it looks like they're totally in control and they're always going to be, but that's just just the appearance of things. That's not necessarily the reality of things, right? And that's something to keep in mind, I think, because a lot of people get so scared. They're like, oh, but they've always had control. They'll always have control. No. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. And light has this way of kind of prevailing, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's like, no, 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 it just doesn't I mean, if
1: you think about it, like Newtonian law versus quantum law, they're very different, right? Um, Like for me to manifest instantly, I have to be in 5D. I can't do it from the 3D place, right? Uh, Because I'm, you know, that wall is solid and it takes time to get places and you know what I mean? Like things are slowed down in the 3D karmic plane. So we're not there yet. Right. We're moving there, but we're not there yet. And they know this. They know that 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 things are shifting and that their time is up. It's it's a given.
0: Yeah. And that and that there's the key right there. Like their time is up. So it's it, yeah, exactly. So um I'm gonna say this again. The inorganic ones, I just like to say that. <laughs> know that their time they know that their time is up though. So um fear is another slow moving energy, like freezing type of energy though. So like um, of course and it's like the perfect projection in like media, I think, you know, to kind of keep people like in a state of fear so that they will stay kind of stuck and give their more of their life force to feed, you know.
1: Well, and one of the people don't realize this. So one of the best tools, if we're gonna label it something generic, we'll call it evil. But one of the best tools for evil is confusion 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 okay in fact that was something i remember from my assault because when i walked into his house that night i was confused and i didn't know why i didn't know why things oh, okay. felt different i didn't know what was going on and so confusion is a state where you have no advantage of what's going on And because you have no advantage it's real easy to be manipulated okay
0: like um that actually makes some sense though because like yeah if you if you just like bombard somebody down with a bunch of energy like that, you know, they don't know if they're going north, they don't know if they're going west and just Well,
1: have you ever dealt with a narcissist?
0: Yes, I have. Yeah. I have they for sure.
1: They, they're like yeah. Like I had an ex-boyfriend I remember who was like for example, he said something to me. He was like, "Oh, you can't you can't be a cocktail waitress anymore. You you can't do that. You should go to your parents for money instead." And then, like, if I ask my dad for money, he's like, you shouldn't go to your parents for money. Like, that just means that you're not capable of taking care of yourself. It's like, choose a side. You know what yeah, I mean?
2: Yeah.
1: Like, the, the idea of, like, I don't get it. Where you're, where, what do you want from me? What, what are you saying? Like, that's confusion, right? And so that's what we're being bombarded with right now is just messages of, like, what's, what's north anymore? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, confusion is the way to the path of the dark side, really, (laughs) you know, it's a very good Sith power. Yeah, I mean, I don't really watch the news too much, but like, you know, obviously we have, we're all plugged in on some degree. So like, you know, you turn on your, open your phone, turn on your computer, whatever. There's all these different news stories. Like I just typed in just for, you know, kicks and giggles today. I typed in uh, COVID-19 mandate. I just typed that in Google to see what would come up and the first thing that popped up was booster shots like po- possible boosters and i remember having a conversation with a gentleman at a coffee shop probably about a month ago and he overheard me and one of my friends talking about it and he's like i i just got i just got my vaccine and i'm telling you it's pretty serious out there it like you, you don't want to get that you don't want to get this delta variant because there's other variants that are more powerful and if they tell me to get the, the booster, like once a week, I'll do it. And I didn't judge the guy. I didn't want to come off like a, like a, like a douche, you know, just like, I don't you know, projecting my opinions on them, but, um, kind of gave me a little bit of a chill, you know, <laughs> personally,
1: you know, that people yeah. would give away so much of their power to this. I mean, they know that your that your greatest asset really and truly is your mind, right? So if they can corner how that works, they won. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So, and where you see this headed, you see this going into like, uh, do you see this going into like a conflict or do you see it just going to like where it's going to be like a big bubble of confusion that's just going to implode and then we're just going to kind of pick up the pieces from there and then just be more and more divided and then we hit the golden age or do you see it as just kind of like, like a very slow gradual evolution.
1: I think it's going to happen slower than any of us want and like I'm an astrologer so I I practice astrology and the US is about to have what's called its Pluto return. So we're going to be closing out a 250 year cycle as a nation and starting a new one the Pluto return happens in the second house of the economy It starts in February we're already kind of well it's retrograde right now so like October onward we're going to be in the oven all right so. Typically, if we look back at history, whenever there's been like a big upheaval takeover, it's an event, whether it's natural, natural, or whatever, fabricated. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have financial distress. And then we have chaos. And then we have takeover. Right. So the next phase of this would be like the financial fallout. I don't know how bad that's going to look. Right. Pluto, as, as, a dwarf planet, I guess he's got demoted. Pluto is the most potent of all of them because he represents death, it's Scorpio. And so when Pluto makes an aspect, what it what he does is he he puts pressure on the subconscious or the shadow side, forcing you to deal with the things that you buried, right? Pluto's death. So anything you buried that you didn't want to look at, Pluto now brings up, makes you look at it. So the knee-jerk response, dealing with Plutonian energy is always fear, right? Because it's taking away your normalcy. And this is typically on the egoic level. It's like, things are not the same and I'm freaking out, right? So there's that pressure. But see, Pluto only takes the lie. Pluto doesn't take the truth. Pluto only ever takes the buried lie. For example, when I work with a client and I'm looking at their chart and they have a Pluto transit coming to a personal point and they have old stuff from their subconscious coming up. we will just take a girl, let's say she got molested as a child. What comes up are feelings of inadequacy, being gross, nothing worthy, nothing lovable. These are the lies that come up. And they come up so you can be like, oh, that's not true. I'm beautiful, I'm lovable, I'm amazing, right? So unfortunately, we have to be confronted with the lies. So you can see, and then we're gonna see more of this as we hit that Pluto return, how much of the lies under the the veil we've been living under is gonna start to surface. Hmm. And this is gonna be a good year and a half where we're kind of in this mode And it's going to happen specifically in the second house of the economy. But think about it, when Pluto makes an orbit, it it goes back to a place on the natal chart. it's like, this wasn't here when I left. (laughs) (laughs) Let's clean it up.
0: (laughs) And this is going to affect the economy. So um, do you you think-
1: Mostly it will affect the economy, but it'll create a fallout, which will obviously domino into other things. So, I mean, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent with your question, but it's like, this is kind of the next phase is the financial aspect of it. Now, like if we zoom out a little bit more, it's I think it's like all of these layers are important for people's blind spots. Like everyone is going to, at some point, be subjected to a point in their own consciousness where they're like, this is not comfortable, right? And so those are gonna be the ones that start to question, push back, wake up. Not everyone will, and that's fine. Like there's, when my brother died, I remember one of my yoga girlfriends said, there's a lot of casualties with death. And I think we can anticipate that there will be a lot of casualties with this. And I say that loosely, not meaning real death, but like, I just think there's gonna be a lot of fallout in terms of people moving into that consciousness or not. and every level of this game is just going to put more and more pressure on those who need to shift.
0: Okay. Yeah. Basically like either take the red pill or you're going to be in for a world of hell pretty much. I
1: think Mm -hmm. now knowing my own astrology and knowing like when I've gone into transits consciously versus not consciously, (laughs) like the more conscious you are, the easier they are. So we're dealing with collective movement here. So it really is up to the collective, how painful and slow or how fast and not so painful this process is going to be.
0: Hmm. I'm kind of wondering if like the, it's called the Pluto return. Is that what you said? Pluto? Yeah. I wonder, I kind of wonder if the Pluto return is going to like make it, make us go more cashless. You know, like more like
1: no, that in, really. in Pluto moves into Aquarius in 2024. So right now we're at the tail end of Capricorn. So Capricorn is the top of the mountain, right? And we see all of these mm-hmm. corporatocracies, oligarchies, these billionaires are at the top holding the holding the reins. Yeah, well, Pluto's destroying that. So Pluto doesn't amplify the energy of a sign like a lot of planets do. Pluto actually amplifies. What's not meant to continue, right? So Pluto went into the Capricorn in two thousand eight, and we saw what happened in two thousand and eight, right? So there's been wow. a's been a systematic destruction of structures in general. And so their trend is up. Now, a lot of people are concerned about like AI taking over. But again, Aquarius is where mm-hmm. Pluto is headed, and Aquarius is AI. It's technology, it's humanity. So not only will Pluto move into the energy of the people as opposed to Mm -hmm. the top, but it's also moving into technology and innovation and it will only amplify what's healthy for humanity. It will destroy, because that's what Pluto does, anything that's not of congruence to us moving forward.
0: Huh, so you don't, so you really, this is probably another topic, but you don't see us headed towards transhumanism?
1: I think or, there's attempts.
0: Okay, okay. Attempt, no, I they're gonna
1: try everything they possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, again, I think this is where we're gonna see karma maybe start catching up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Why do you think that they're trying to like, uh, like all this talk about space and just rockets and you know, penis-shaped Jeff Bezos rockets and <laughs> like, why do you think they're trying to like? There's so much talk with billionaires fighting over the moon right now and going to spit like like what is that all about like what do you and like how do you see that like as have you looked into that with astrology or anything too or
1: um you know i'm not really sure i
2: mm-hmm.
1: i don't know if it's that they want to slowly open the conversation up to humanity
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'm uh, yeah. of the position that like look i gotta just I'm supposed to go to Eastern Europe next month. I just want to make sure that my flight's not going to get canceled and I can go. Mm -hmm. Like, part of me is, is, is had to zero back in on like the day to day because Mm -hmm. I can't. Like, my girlfriend last night was like, oh my God, I heard a flat earth theory and it actually made sense (sighs) to me. And I'm like, I just can't. I I don't, I don't, I mean, there's
0: definitely a balance, you know, I don't care sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some, sometimes there's like, I would, I mean, it's just because I don't, personally, I don't watch the news that often, but like, you know, I, I do watch YouTube videos because I'm, I'm a content creator. So I watch YouTube, but, um, and you know, you've been hearing for months off and on that like, so-and-so wants to go to space, billionaires in space, yada, 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 fighting over space. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, like so my, my, mind my own personal mind, I don't have any answers, but my best guess is. Do they know something that the rest of us don't know? Like, I mean,
1: it feels like, like a whole lot of like, look at me, I can yeah. do what you can't do. That's what it feels like.
0: <laughs> so more of like a show-off kind of thing?
1: Partially, but also at the same time, I just have to wonder if it's like, they're getting ready to abort this planet because they know just about to change. I mean, it could be any number of things. But like things. I said, like I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't care if the earth is round or flat. Like it doesn't change how I walk down the street. So like I got to worry about like this vaccine push right now. Like <laughs> I the, guess that's kind of where my my brain goes. Right.
0: From. So yeah, because because you're gonna travel, so your your concern is like, do I is, do I have the, did are they gonna make it mandatory? Mm-hmm. Have you, if you don't mind me asking, have you been vaccinated?
1: No, and I will no. not be vaccinated.
0: Okay.
2: Okay.
1: no I mean I mean I saw what COVID did to my reality are you kidding like I don't need to open that kind of portal and deal with that mm-hmm. on a regular basis and especially the mRNA one are you kidding me like the idea that this spike protein could totally screw with my my fertility and um you know leave me set up for a stroke and stuff like that or a heart problem no like I had COVID. I'm. right. No, that's dumb. Why would I do that?
0: <laughs> have you lost anybody that's been vaxxed at all? Like, have you have you had anybody that you've known pass away from it or?
1: Mm, my friend's dad passed away from it. Um,
0: from the vaccine.
1: Oh, sorry. No, from COVID. Not COVID. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I meant from the the vax from the vaccine. Like, you know, anybody who's had any like no. serious problems with it or. What?
1: One of my dad's friends did get vaccinated and ends up in the hospital for six weeks afterwards.
0: Okay, I'm just curious because, like, I have um, a couple of friends on Facebook, and they were, I think they, yeah, they took five They took the Pfizer one, and they were out of commission for six weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're okay now. Like now, I mean, as far as I know, they're okay. But um, yeah, for like six weeks, they were just like sweats and fevers and it's just sounded pretty nasty. Speaking
1: of AI, I've heard some interesting theories about these mRNA vaccines and how it's really just kind of a, it's the foundation so they can get to that next part of the AI process.
0: Because of like metals in the vaccine or something or?
1: No, because they have to, the way I heard it was Mm -hmm. If you can't patent something that's natural, right? But the second with right. the DNA, DNA, it's now patentable. Well, someone has a patent on that vaccine that they put in you. And therefore then they then own you. And at that point, they can actually hook you up, you know, via satellite. We're supposed to apparently be satellites with these vaccines. And then they can control you from there. And they would have every right to do it because wait are not organic.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> you rewind a little bit wait 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 Wait. satellites
1: yeah like we're our own like our own little towers
0: because of the vaccine because of what's in it holy shit (laughs) like this sounds like this sounds like the they live roddy piper movie that i like so much
1: well and (laughs) they can then they can then get in there and you know, regulate and adjust and monitor what's going on in your body and your mind at that point. And so, again, it opens a portal. I'm not willing to open that portal.
0: Yeah, it sounds like some uh, pretty scary stuff there.
1: Now, the um, James and <laughs> AstraZeneca ones apparently don't have that. However, the incidents for blood clots and heart problems are so high that I still am like, mm-mm.
0: Huh. Okay. Hmm. Do you think? Do you see this going into a direction of like mandatory? it's probably a rhetorical question. Like mandatory vaccine. I mean, definitely within some sectors of like employment, like uh, schools. Like I just, I don't know. You know, like I've, I, everything's like hearsay. Like I saw on social media, like a teacher quit. Her, she, you know, she quit going to work because they were like, "You have to be vaxxed." And she's like, "I don't want to be vaxxed. I just don't want to. I don't." You know it's not it's still an ex- and it's still in an experimental phase at the moment so i don't want to get one until it's like you know everything's known and it's all and then they're like well take it or walk and she just walked you know that's one of the stories i've heard
1: as an empath i'm really trying to get my thumb on the pulse of the agenda like where mm-hmm. are we really headed it feels very chaotic. Like I don't think that if there was if there was a very direct plan, I don't think it's panning out. I mean, it it's I read an article yesterday from New Zealand that said there's no way we can catch up with these variants. We have to learn to live with it. That's good news, right? In Alberta, they were not able to isolate the virus. And so therefore they weren't able to then mandate masks for vaccines anymore either. So they dropped it. And Alberta? Canada, yeah. Really?
0: Huh. So okay.
1: I think we're just gonna see a lot of push-pull. And I think it'll boil down to like, it might be even on the county level. Like it's really gonna be a push-pull depending on where you live and the people and who's willing to push back and who's not willing to push back. Because it's, I mean, and that's what you're seeing, right? Like all of these medical professionals that are banding together and walking off the job because they're being forced, right? Like there's a lot of push-pull happening Like we're gonna push it on you and they're pushing back. And they're like, no, we're not doing it. And I think that's what a lot of what we're going to see in the, in the, in the interim. Mm -hmm. And. uh, I really would love to know like how bad is this going to be before there really is pushback. I don't know the answer to that. And I've been meditating a lot on that. I really want clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, I've already kind of seen some of my life after this mess. So I know it'll be okay, but I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> you know am i moving am i packing like what am i doing like in the meantime you know it's 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 yeah. hard to to say i was talking to my doctor friend yesterday we, we were discussing this and our hope is that with the u.s kind of being the last frontier for freedom that we're also the last place that gets squeezed hopefully
0: yeah, I personally don't know where it's going at all. It's just, um, I, have a, I have a feeling about it a little bit, but it's not like I haven't had any apocalyptic visions. But the only thing that I feel certain about is the old world, it's going bye-bye. <laughs> it's, 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 it's done. It's completely done. Like the way that we think about Um, systems and it's it's finished you know so just trying to like adapt to the new to whatever happens being open being flexible to what's coming Um, I see COVID as a gift as well you know personally I see it as a gift because I feel like it's giving a lot of people an opportunity to kind of tap into themselves and find out like what's really important you know like I've had friends you know I've I've had some friends um, and family members like start different ventures with themselves and Kind of go, you know what? This nine to five thing I've been doing for the past twelve years—it really hasn't been cutting it. I'm not happy. I lost it. I want to do something else now. And they're just like, you know. So I think I see I see that as a gift. I mean, unfortunately, we, you know, a lot of people, a lot of lives have been lost. Probably a lot more will be lost in the future, which I'm not looking forward to for that. But it's just one of those. um, If I can use uh, Shiva as an archetype, you know, destroying, creating room for the new you know, opening up something new for us as humanity. So we have a chance I think right now to kind of like, yeah. You know.
1: And I think it's important to recognize that like, cause there's both sides kind of annoy me a little bit, but like the idea that somehow there's a savior coming. Mm-hmm. No, you're your own savior. Like you have a chance to wake up and be conscious. And like, you're here as a human being to live out your own karma. No one, and this is one thing that, that the guy who assaulted me, he's Indian, and this is something he said to me and I loved it. He said, when my first son was born, we gave him a $40,000 birthday party. When my second son was born, we could barely afford to buy him cake." This really distressed me because I thought that they deserved the same. And I was talking to you know, one of my Indian mentors and the guy said, everyone has their own karma. And so no one can save you from your karma but you. No one can rob you of your dharma but you, right? Ultimately, it's gonna fall on each, each of our backs. What we experience, what we are subjected to, and what we ultimately get. Like, it's really gonna boil down to the individual.
0: Yeah, yeah. True, you know. Um, I don't think that anyone's coming I mean, to save humanity either.
1: <laughs> well, and so many people do, they're yeah, like,
0: I don't think that's coming
1: back. Happen. Christ is coming back, I mean, and I'm they, like, just if, prepare, please. Just they please. thought
0: that like 2000 years ago, though, you know, like there's a I mean, with uh, Emperor Nero because he was a terrible human being and stuff, though. So, anytime we've gone through as you know, as a collective, some kind of catastrophe in the western world that's always been like the expectation like there's going to be if anything i, I mean sometimes i like to look at it me- metaphorically sometimes and go okay christ will return uh, as a an idea as, a, as an archetype as a, it's, i know that's not enough for people and this is definitely a topic that will be perfect for my my other podcast <laughs> you know but um and this one too really but Yeah, nobody's coming. I don't think anybody's coming to save. I think it's up to it's up to us individually and collectively as well, you know, because I think the individual is definitely important. The collective is made up of individuals, you know, so we, you know, we're always, whether we know it or not, are influencing each other all the time, whatever that we do, you know, um, your clients, my clients you know, we make an impact. For, um, I mean, holding the door open for somebody is making an impact, it's changing their awareness, it's changing their frequency, just small things like that. So just imagine like getting on TV and telling them that, um, oh, we have uh, 5,000 such and such people died yesterday and you could be next and how that's going to affect someone, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, like we we're, we experience what we're prepared to manage. So, you know, if you're not prepared to manage the consciousness that is necessary to live in this beautiful state, well, then don't think you're gonna just be coming with us because you're not prepared. (laughs) I teach that as a coach. I don't know why you expect this amazing man to come into your life. You're angry as hell. Like who wants to put up with that? You can't even manage a healthy relationship.
0: Okay. I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be really friendly about this really quickly. Uh, my best friend in the whole world. I'm getting ready to, I'm getting ready to throw him under the bus without saying his name. I love him very much.
1: Um, <laughs> Is he like that? Is he just like always expecting things, but not willing to do the work?
0: <laughs> well, we have um, spiritual differences. I'll just, I'll just say that we have some spiritual differences. And I make lots and lots of religious jokes to him, and he makes lots of religious jokes to me, but kind of back and forth. And <laughs> I was telling him yesterday that, well, I was pissing him off. I was telling him that Jesus wasn't a wasn't a white guy from Italy. That he really got he really got heated. And I was sending up pictures of <laughs> the reconstructed what Jesus probably looked like. And he's, he's like, "Fuck you!" That's how he looked like
2: oh
0: gosh anyway uh um, and i was telling him that like i was like do you really think that he's going to like jesus is going to come down and i do a lot of voice impressions and stuff so i was like do you really think jesus is going to just show up to you like hey you've been a good servant come on to heaven he's like he, he's not black don't give him that black voice
1: oh that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> just
0: <laughs> making him yeah wrong.
1: i, I- that's probably the most disappointing thing to me again like the vaccine the idea of a vaccine saving you again like everyone has this savior complex like no you you have to deal with your shit like nothing's going to save you but you you have to confront the things that you're afraid of you can't just hide from them and expect that like things are going to turn out okay
0: well that's a (laughs) to me like that's like the idea of um oh god i'm really 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 gonna sound horrible right now uh the i think the idea of government has kind of put that in our generational consciousness in in a sense you know
1: they've done a great job over and over again trying to be like people's saviors
0: yeah you know like um they it has like kind of like a a, um a paternal complex to it you know like trust me you know like 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 that's 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 what they're saying trust me, like we are looking out for you, but it's not really what's happening. So
1: here's the thing I've learned being a yoga teacher who works on like the holographic level, as well as a coach, people don't want to be present. People don't want to think for themselves because then they have to be responsible for those thoughts, mm-hmm. right? People just want to know what the protocol is so they can lean into it so they can check out. People don't want to be awake. I can't use the word woke because that's something else.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be awake
1: means that you take in every moment with awareness, right? That's a practice and people don't want to do it.
0: Do you think it's because uh, a lot of people lack confidence and what they, in their own potentiality, or is it just that there's like fear behind it? Like fear of, if I take control, if I have to, if I can't trust, this huge governmental daddy, and I have to kind of put the weight on my back, it's gonna be, you know, like I'm gonna fuck up or I'm gonna, I'm not good enough to do it. Do you see something like that, or is it just
1: what I've noticed is it always stems from survival mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So codependents are usually the worst because a codependent, and people always get these terms mixed up. A codependent is not a dependent. A codependent says, if you're okay. I'm okay. So in order for a codependent to exist safely in their world, they're looking for cues from their environment to know what's okay. So they're going to look more to the partner, to the parent, the authority for that cue to go, is this right? Okay, I'll do that. So now I'm safe because I'm not pissing you off, right? So codependents are going to be more prone to that behavior, but really it boils down to survival. And by the way, it's interesting because like they say, "Oh, narcissists don't take responsibility." Yet neither do codependents. Codependents love to go, "I don't know, I don't know," because as long as they don't know the answer, they mm-hmm. can't be accountable for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes
2: a lot but of sense. A lot
1: of it really, if you if you get one on one with someone and you start probing, 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 you'll see that a lot of it really just boils down to survival. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's got some degree of trauma and how they navigated their childhood, and it's just it's just all survival
0: system. yeah absolutely and that makes sense too because like um that's like projected in us every day all day throughout our life you know like we have to have a job we got to do this we got to like you know you don't want to be homeless you know like there's a lot of like fear behind how you're going to survive you know and this COVID thing has been perfect i mean we've had people fighting over toilet paper for god's sake well- toilet paper you know just
1: people are so hung up on what it, how can I, how can I stay safe? Mm -hmm. You know, so certainty is also a big thing. People cling to, they want to know. And a guy reached out to me yesterday and goes, I really look up to you. What do you think about blah, 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 blah. I mean, I said, it's on the table. I have no conclusions about it. And he was like, so do you think he asked me again? And I said, no, I have no conclusions about it. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I know you're looking for certainty. I can't give it to you.
0: Yeah. That's, People that's something that, <laughs> yeah, that's something that, that, uh, has been really hard for my, for me personally, I'm going to admit, admit to that. It's been like the certainty thing, you know, like just seeing a lot of things fall apart for many years and you kind of, you know, like there's, there's, there's something warm and fuzzy about stability <laughs> sometimes, you know, and just,
1: I tell people certainty is only a given hindsight. hmm you know what happened before, but we we are not certain about anything moving forward. We can think we are. Yeah. But we really aren't, you know? And I have to confess, like if I didn't go through so much stuff, like a, like a 10 year period of just hit after hit after hit, I might still be caught up in certainty, but you get to a point where you're like, fuck if I know anything anymore. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. And
1: <laughs> you just kind of make that your comfort zone. You're like, I don't know, and I don't need to know, and it's fine, and I'm going to survive. It's fine. like.
0: <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Most definitely, you know. um, I, I I call it personally, like, I have several names for it. I call it, like, uh, I'm really influenced from, like, uh, the Tao De Ching, instead the Tao philosophy. So I call it, like, doing the Tao, you know, like, you just don't, you don't know. Um, the Tao says um, the universe treats us like straw dogs you know, like there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of destruction, there's a lot of creation, there's a lot of everything kind of happening at the same time, you know, and we're just in at the middle of all of that. So learning to be at peace with it is a gift, you know, learning to <laughs>
1: That's kind so of,
0: yeah, just are
1: like, how can I not have anxiety? I'm like, uh, let it go. You you practice letting it go. You practice putting it down and not identifying with it. Like I yeah. know it's
0: gonna sure. come and it's and it's gonna come back, you know, most of most of the time because it's a practice, but you can just recognize it again, put it down. Then when it comes, you know, and just be in that moment, then it comes back again, put it down. You know, I found myself getting really anxious, uh, from COVID, you know, like not from COVID, but from um like the quarantine. And it wasn't really just being inside all the time, because honestly, I, I like being at home a lot. <laughs> I like getting out a lot, but I like, you know, um, if I'm not out in nature. I like drawing and just doing what I want to do at home and stuff like that. So that wasn't really like the, the big deal, but it was just more of like, holy shit, you know, like spent 15 years doing a career and it's like a straw, so it gets blown down. It's like what to do now, you know, and just kind of. Well, here we are. <laughs> you know, yeah.
1: For me, the thing that like I've practiced since I was that 14 year old girl, which is, well, I got to be here. So what's next? Show me like instead of clinging right to what I had or what I thought was right in this moment, I tend to ask the question, OK, what's next? What do I need to do? Where do I need to be? Um, what responsibility do I need to take? You know, these are these are these are ways to keep me in touch with my guides and 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 my higher self, so that way I can stay in that unknown and not feel so wigged out by it. I'm like, well, you know, the answers will come. They always do. Like intuition always talks to me. Um, so I just have to like be ready for that next that next nudge. Yeah. If I'm supposed to prepare, I'll, I'll know. If I'm supposed to move, I'll know. If I'm supposed to whatever, I'll know. And it's not mm-hmm. going to be an argument. It's like, okay, that's what's next. So I'm going to lean into that, you know? And I think that that's probably like a, a, the best practice that I could offer someone during this time because no one has all the answers. And, and to try to lean on, again, the vaccine, government, you know, a, a high-level official even your religious beliefs, like your, realis- your religious beliefs aren't gonna save you from dare not paying Coal Cipper in the store, right? Like, you <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't spare you from reality, but it guides you how to maneuver, so.
0: <clears throat> I don't know about all that. Kamala Harris said, uh, I can't do her voice, but she said, uh, Jesus would want you to take the vaccine
1: i saw that and i was like whatever lady. <laughs> whatever lady yeah well and i have a meme that says even after enlightenment you still have to do your laundry so like let's be let's be practical about all of this yeah, carry
0: like, water chop wood it just keeps going yeah i yeah. mean this is all an experience an experience i was gonna say experiment maybe it's that too but it's an experience yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Like, this is all an experience, like, uh, like our humanness, I guess it's an experience and stuff. And I don't know. I don't know. That's part of the reason why I'm, you know, had you on today because I don't really know where all this is going and wanted to get some of your feedback and stuff. And I really appreciate it. Um, I'm going to close here, but like, you have any other comments about COVID, any recommendations for people out there who have just been through hell who have just been through the ringer, their whole thing, like, yeah.
1: So one of the things that's really crucial, you know, that they are trying very hard mm-hmm. to, get you to not be in touch with yourself. So the best advice I could give is be in touch with yourself, right? Like don't lean on the external for answers because that's the whole point lean on yourself find that clarity whatever religious or spiritual practice that you have or want to adopt but lean inward because that's where you're going to find peace clarity direction all of it
0: nice nice i like that be a lamp unto thyself (laughs) i mean honestly if you really think about it like i mean sometimes i um i like to kind of ask questions that i already know the answers to it's like can you really trust a guy like this you know point to the Keebler elf and say who's telling you what to do about the COVID thing (laughs) this is so bad that I'm saying this but um yeah they don't know what's best they don't know what's best for for people you know like you know what's best for you you know what's best for your body you know what's best for your your you know your family your friends and all that well not your friends maybe your friends kind of sometimes your friends don't have your best interests either (laughs) but (laughs) that was a mistake Freudian slipped there um (laughs) gosh you say say you've been there oh yeah yeah
1: women can be like that right it's hard to find good female friends it's really hard to find good female friends because women tend to want to be the centerpiece wherever they go and so if you are they don't like (laughs) It takes a very confident woman. So a lot of my friends are either much much older or much much younger because then the spectrum is too wide to make a comparison. So so, so when you're
0: so I'm gonna kind of go, go off subject a little bit though. Um, so like because I'm obviously not a woman, I don't identify as a guy. But um, when you're out with your female friends, have you ever like since like like some trying to compete things like that, trying to like one up you, you know?
1: <clears throat> yes but I wouldn't call them friends like I've had female okay. associates acquaintances whatever I had a yoga teacher who like I do bangs sometimes and I remember I went to a barbecue this is in LA and she was like oh my god your hair is so amazing I would have thought it was a wig." like <laughs> we'll do that shit and you're like <laughs> you're like fuck you too right you know like
0: <laughs> oh my gosh that's <laughs> like
1: what am I supposed yeah. to do with that right
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah. if you've I don't know if you've ever watched like uh, I mean I, I, I watch I, I'm a really big family guy fan at least I used to be you know he made a Seth MacFarlane made a he made like he makes these cutaways in his cartoons and he made a cutaway with like two women I guess at a coffee shop and you know like it's like how women like talk to each other and I thought it was hilarious it was like one's like oh my god have you been working out your legs are so muscular they're just so big and muscular oh you know
1: oh like yeah. indi- and like, indirect
0: insult you know what i mean and then like it shows guys and the guy's like nice tie thanks
1: <laughs> well and, and women it's like i'll get comments like especially on social media and i'm like do you really think i can't see your fucking passive aggressiveness and excuse me, all the f but would you really think that i can't see your passive aggressiveness do you really think that i don't see your condescension thank you for revealing your insecurity like that's all you did
0: do you, mind giving, do, you, do, you, do you mind giving a, an example of some of
1: those comments? <laughs> I, I find them entertaining. It, like, I've had body dysmorphia my whole life and I'm little, okay, and it always surprises me. I'm like, I wear an extra small. What? Because I don't feel extra small. So I posted a picture of this dress I got. That's an extra small. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no matter how thick I feel, I still run extra small, small, zero two. And this girl commented and she was well, that brand runs particularly small. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, but everything in my closet is like zero to two, extra small, small. small. So what's your point?
0: I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, should I even laugh at that? I think, I think it's kind of funny, but I'm like, in my, in my head, I'm like, should I be laughing at that right now? Just, <laughs> kind
1: of. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what size do you wear, dear? what, what, what are you, <laughs> you know, yeah. or like, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to start moving into like learning how to do hard money loans, like putting the packages together. And I was really excited about it because my dad's in the industry and, and this chick commented and she's like, oh yeah, we've been financially like good with our money for a long time, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I was like, so that has nothing to do with hard money loans. Congratulations. Like Okay.
0: Good for you. <laughs> yeah. People shit on each other, like on social media, like, like all the time. It's like, you know, when, whenever you, you like, even me putting this episode out, you know, online, it's like, I'm basically leaving myself open for punches here and there. I mean, thankfully I haven't really had that many, at least with my, my other podcasts, I haven't had too many bad comments. I mean, sometimes I get like a, like a really religious person saying, you're going to go to hell for that <laughs> <laughs> but it has well, it's only happened like once or twice, I think, but, you know,
1: you know, I've, I've been in the spotlight for a long time and I'm mm-hmm. so I'm used to it. And, uh, again, I'm just going to say like your comments are a reflection of you. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, like, And nothing you say or do is going to change like who I am, how I think, and my modalities, like, this is me. And when you, when you post crap like that, you're just revealing your own stuff mm-hmm. so yeah. please continue to reveal your stuff like it's fine <laughs> and I will just continue to let you know that it belongs to you it's okay
2: yeah it's, 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 cool. kind people,
1: of- it's funny I've had people message me and they're like I wish I could respond like that on social media like I wish I could be so good in that sense you know like you just you just turn it and put it in this mm-hmm. pie or baked cake version of fuck you too <laughs>
0: <laughs> or you can just say it and have an avatar not your real picture i don't know just just different ways of doing it i guess it's just... <laughs> i
1: think one of the best comebacks that i've had is why yeah. do you care yeah people really don't know how to respond to that when you're like why do you care
0: yeah that's very simple too yeah. very simple a few words just kind of no, nothing nothing technical nothing crazy because like I feel like if you explain too much it, it, it again it goes back to what you're saying like you're just revealing your own mind you know like you're just showing you can be showing a sense of insecurity by like I put up you know if I put up a video or a podcast episode about witchcraft or whatever and Having to explain to people, you know, ancient civilizations did these. You know, there's. They don't need to explain it. Everything to everybody, you know, just a few words or even silence. Silence is becoming like my favorite language these days. Just kind of do your well, thing.
2: You and you
1: know what I do is I'm just like delete comment, delete person, bye bye. No, yeah, I yeah. do that too now. I'm like I'm tired.
0: <laughs> Are you doing on YouTube?
1: Oh, I'll do it on YouTube as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's kind of just. Uh, so we do.
1: I think Brene Brown summed it up pretty well. And she was like, you're not in the arena. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> like, why don't you get on stage and make a video that we can all attack? <laughs> right? Like, let's, let's level the playing field a little bit here. If you're not putting yourself out there, then, like, you're really in no position to be attacking me for how I'm doing that. Okay?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, um, it definitely does like make people feel better to a degree. I think when they do like attack, like I mean, I some I mean sometimes I'll, I'll comment on different videos, different ads and stuff like that. I think like the last time I I got attacked was um, there was like an like an ad for saving European bees on Facebook or something like that, and I put um, I don't even I just put like yeah we need bees um, here's a resource documentary for it. You know, and then like this guy, um, I think he was from the UK, because I clicked on his profile and he started like attacking me for like putting that link on there. He's like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You know, (laughs) how dare you share information to help enlighten others? (laughs) He didn't say that, but that's pretty much like how it was, you know?
1: Yeah. And I mean, it's all, it's all insecurity. Like I don't, I don't have the energy to go attacking people. I, that's a lot of energy.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah hmm. well
1: the more i've healed myself the less i really care how others live their life it's not important to me no so you can see what people are stuck right like how dare you go and be different how do you
0: you know that that's a <laughs> that's why i chose the name for this podcast you know misfits in the new aeon because like being different you know um thinking outside of the box per se is it can be pretty dangerous sometimes you know maybe not always physically dangerous but just like a lot of people really don't like change they don't like things that are different a lot of us I mean things that are different like maybe might be is it a pumpkin latte That's different I don't like that I'll get that you know but when it comes to like thinking different you know they it's something else you know when it comes to that's like a constant argument that I have with my best friend I'm not throwing you under the bus right now it's like what's wrong with being different why do i have to do everything exactly the way i'm told to do it from this entity from this it's no no it just doesn't work like that you know we i I feel that we're here to be free that's our we have a right to life we're alive there's a purpose for us somewhere go find what that purpose is and be free and don't care what other people say
2: yeah.
1: yeah, well, and every time we're subject to a change, something has to die because we learn something new, and the ego hates that.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. So the more work you do on your ego, the easier being open-minded and a critical thinker is, because you're like you're looking for those deaths. You're like, I want to know why this is not working, right? you 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 embrace it as opposed to being like stuck in it you know, being wrong can be a great thing if you're trying to heal, right? If you're trying mm-hmm. to better life, being wrong can be a beautiful thing. So, yeah but, you know, until people kind of get to that point, they, they want to be right. Instead, it's safe. So it looks,
0: it looks good to be right. That's why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks kind of good to look, to look based online, you know, to like, look like, you know, what you're talking about all the time. And, to be, uh, I, I had this idea and I don't care if anybody steals it from me right now, but <laughs> I wanted to make like a social media. It was like, when you know, something you get random ideas and I had a, a, a random idea. I was like, I kind of want to start like my own, um, app called, uh, flaw fly, like posting how you're not perfect, you know? Cause I just feel like a lot of things online are just like, like, Insta- I have Instagram, I have like three accounts on Instagram and stuff, you know, and I, I like, I like doing it, you know? Um, but I feel like so much of you know online is like, look how flawless my life is, you know. And I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing like your, you know, person's trip to to Europe or, you know, if they've made more money at their job. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that, you know. Show your victories, that's great. Share your victories, inspire others. But I just feel like so much of it is only that, you know. You know what I mean? there's so much of that. And
1: like, putting on their best face, and you know, yeah being in the the role that i've been in my whole life i'm always trying to get to the truth i'm like i don't want the facade don't give me that shit. like putting on a um a mask takes energy it takes much less energy to be authentic because then you're not carrying around all these layers Mm -hmm. um and so that's a lot of what a lot of times what drives the next level of healing for me is like oh god here's this and it's heavy I can't wait to put it down like I want to work through it and, and transcend it but people people are so afraid of being judged and criticized and and yet we're all so imperfect it's like well well of course you're got cellulite lady like of course you have you know like I'm getting older and I hate it right but of course I'm dealing with the effects of not being the 22 year old in the room anymore like that's just what happens so embrace it make fun of it like like I, I joke about it now instead i'm like i'm not getting younger so i might as well just embrace it and have fun with it you know like everyone knows paige is going in for a fat injection next week yay you know like i'm not gonna <laughs> hide it <laughs>
0: <laughs> just rock rock it anyway right why not
1: like i'm not gonna yeah. hide it so and the more you, you can kind of take ownership of your flaws, you, the more transparent you become because people can't can only target you if you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah, if you're not yeah. trying to defend yourself, they can't target you.
0: Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's true.
1: So, but again, that takes, it takes practice, so.
2: It
0: does. It takes quite a bit of practice. So you hear that, everybody? Rock what you got make fun of your, make fun of yourself sometimes and, well, um, have fun
1: in my books. So I just want to say this in my mm-hmm. book, you know, I have a chapter called stop fixing, start loving, mm-hmm. loving who you are. Doesn't mean that you don't work to improve it. You can love who you can maybe, maybe backtrack. You cannot like elements about yourself and still love those parts of yourself because they are part of you. Right. So the goal isn't to fix or perfect. The goal is to work towards improvement while loving every aspect of yourself in the process.
0: Okay. What's the name of your book?
1: Leading an Intentional Life.
0: Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. And thanks for coming on here.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for it's, having me. It was, pretty, be. It was yeah, to talk to you and meet you.
0: Yeah, it's been like a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with this. And um, yeah. So one more time. Page Elizabeth, everybody, and where can we find you again?
1: Well, my YouTube is Page Elizabeth, and if you put in, like, Page Elizabeth Yoga, it'll take you to my channel, because there's, like, I think five or six of us. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Paige Elizabeth on, on Facebook, there's, like, a hundred of us, good luck, but I'm on there. And then I've got the Dharmic Path on Instagram, as well as Vegas Gun Girl on Instagram, because I'm totally pro 2A. And uh, then my website, thedarmacast.com. I covered them all.
0: Awesome, awesome. Do you like shooting assault rifles?
2: Assault rifles? <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to ask that An question. An AR-15.
1: I yeah. like to set up my AR on a tripod and shoot Tannerite. I do. I really do.
0: Okay. We're going to have to have you back on here and talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> We're gonna and talk I
1: about recently it. got into trap and skeet, which is fun too. So the shotgun and they do the clay mm-hmm. pigeons. That's fun as well.
0: Excellent! You hear that, everybody? Vegas gun girl. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's ready for the fallout. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> <I am>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not kidding, kidding. Uh, anyway, um, yes, it's been super awesome having you on here, um, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Bye.